Hey, we ready to roll now. What's up, Cap? About time. Yeah. What up, dog? Yeah, I'm chill, Let's bro. Are right, you good now? Yeah. We straight? Yeah. Big man, you don't, you don't sit down with nobody. No need to. Yeah. I don't really have much to say. I felt the need to do this, though. Yeah. I watched you guys, and uh, it felt good to me. I love it. I love it. Yeah. He said he was. A, he said he was a big fan when he was a shorty. Yeah. Oh, oh no. a Freddie T. Yeah, man. Come he can't. On. He can't be no Freddie T fan, man. Freddie T tore us up in. Uh, that's when you. That's, that was then, before I got that. But as a kid. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Man. Football player. Checked him out. Hold up. Limitless. They can see me cap in it. I thought they hear the witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling got me up. On the mission got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision I can trust. Trust, limitless, nigga send me cap in it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling got me up. On the mission got me up. Yeah, man, welcome to the pivot, man. Obviously, uh, we're blessed to have you. Uh, Fred been talking about it forever, Chan, um, as well. For all the people um, that are watching, uh, subscribe, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, make sure you like too. Uh, this is gonna be an epic episode. Shout out to Happy Dad. I'm gonna go open one up. You know what I'm saying? I'll pull this one up later on. Shout out to our folks. Um, I think I think so many people, Jamarcus, um, you know, for y'all who don't know, this is Jamarcus Russell, uh, number one overall draft pick. For so many people, they wanna start there. I wanna start before that, though. Yeah. I wanna start before that. Like, I, I, I remember Notre Dame, Sugar Bowl, and who you were. But tell me a little bit about who the kid from Alabama was, the, the, the number one recruit, the, the big time football player. What was his family like? What was his family life? Um, growing up, y'all had a, um, my family was cool, but seven people in the house. You know, I was um, the first grandson. So I was like my grandmother's baby child. <clears throat> so I got that treatment as far as, uh, a younger brother, like my mom was always working, so I was always home with my grandmother or my uncles, you know. So she always took, you know, great care of me. Like I say, she always took me places with her. My mom would work, I'd never be at home always with my grandmother. She used to uh, be in the booster club at the football at the school, so been there a lot. And then the name of Williamson just being where all my family went, you know, it was like. She kind of got my juices flowing at a young age. Then, you know, the band. I don't know, when you're growing up, everybody wanted to be in a band, at least right. act like it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but um, that was part of it. You know, I got a great family. You become the star, which you were. You know, you don't get to LSU uh, without being that. And you talk about, you know, having a, a great family and, and a support system and all of those things. When you step on campus at LSU, how did you know that it was gonna turn out to what it ended up being for you. I I, I didn't have a clue, bro. I was just um, a young kid that that loved the game, and um, really got a chance to um, get away from home. You know, growing up out the neighborhood, the thing is to go to college. <clears throat> no matter how you get there, but fortunately, my thing was football. You know, it wasn't basketball. Um, I played a little basketball, had a few scholarships on the line, but football the one where the most recognition came. So. That's what we moved towards. My senior year, mom didn't let me play basketball because I had a scholarship, you know? Um, but it was crazy, bro. It was kind of, everything happened, happened so fast. And, you know, I was always a child that was able to play. So 
it was new to me. Everything that happened, even going to the NFL, it happened so fast. It was new to me. Mm-hmm. Like um, when I got to LSU, uh, Dwayne Bow, um, Buster Davis, the guys that was coming, and um, Jimbo Fisher, he recruited me. Right. Well, first, Mus- Coach Muschamp recruited me. Mm-hmm. Um, by me playing quarterback, Jimbo took over. If I'm going to be with him every day, he need to know me. We need to have a conversation. We need to talk. <clears throat> so that's how that took on. But uh, the guys that was coming, I knew they were coming. They were receivers, um, running backs. They just said, if we have you to add to this, we can do a little bit. So that's that's what I chose. It was two hours away from me. Right. Two yeah. and a half hours. Why LSU? Like, why LSU? I just told you. I don't really came. like the disrespectful way in which you said that. Why <laughs> yeah. not LSU? There you go. I, I, I need not? to know. I mean, I um, like I said, the guys that, that. that were coming, that were coming, uh-huh. and yeah. the people that were already there. Like growing up, um, Alabama and Auburn. I never really liked it, um, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I just liked some of the players. Got it. Mm-hmm. Or I like Auburn over Alabama, um, but I never wanted to go to college there. Mm-hmm. I never did. Did you know what you was gonna do at LSU? Did you ever like when you was KC was coming up and I wasn't I wasn't there. I wasn't <laughs> there. I ain't gonna lie, I don't know your your Alabama career yeah. and all that, but did you know what you was gonna do at LSU? Because all of us watched you flourish. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a clue, bro. I started started out on um scout team. I was red shirt. We had a fifth year senior and uh, Marcus Rounder mm-hmm. was a fourth year guy, Matt Mark, the other guy. So crazy quick story. First um, first day there, Matt Mark and I was roommates. Never told nobody this ever in my life. This is crazy, bro. You know, he just starting quarter, so I was like, Matt, you um, gonna help me out? You know, show me what's going on, you know, this and that. He said, nah, bro, you got a playbook. You gonna see what's going on, so. <laughs> so you learned it yourself? <laughs> Shit. If I'm lying, I'm flying, I'm sitting down. <laughs> but that was like, like this this the real deal. Yeah, like. Huh. You had to get it on your own. And I say Marcus Rounder, he was a good guy, bro. Marcus Rounder took me on his wing and uh, showed me the ropes. Because Nick, oh, man, that was crazy for me. Just to, from high school to college. But Nick Saban, Nick Saban, he's a, man, he's, that's why he's great today. What was it like being his quarterback? Nick was very militant. You know, he's very militant. He's strategic. He's, he's going to get in your ass, I can say that. Because um, he knows what you can do. Um, he knows that you can do it. So when you don't show up, that's when it, it turns out bad, bro. And, and to look back, because I played for Nick. Nick drafted me 05. Yeah. When he got first year with the Dolphins, bro, he drafted me third round. It was Ronnie Brown, Matt Roth, myself. He drafted us. And he drafted dudes that he played, that played, played against him. him yeah. And he respected off the field. Yeah. And I believe he could have been a good coach in the NFL but he had to always be in charge. That militant stuff, because I done seen Jason Taylor cuss his ass out, Zach Thomas cuss his ass out. those guys been there for a while. And they OGs. Yeah. So do you, can can you see playing with Nick Saban? Can you see that he could not make it in the league? Because obviously he can't. He, like you say, control. He feel like if he can control the situation, he win. Mm. If he can't, ain't no need of dealing with it. It's out of my control. Why would I want to deal with something that I can't control? If that's the type of person I am. If I know everything it takes to, for us to win for the summer workout, even the 26 110s, man, the uh, 180s in the spring, mm-hmm. you know, if I can get it down to a science on how I do this, then 
if I can't control all this, why do I need to do it? It's been some controversy following Nick lately with some some comments, and I don't want to talk about them too much. But you know, he seems that he's the type of coach that he wants to be able to coach you, but he also wants to win by any means necessary, right? Like. Uh, they say if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, or do business as business is <laughs> being done along those lines, right? So right on. I, I heard a story. I, it's a gang of stories out there about you, big dog. But I'm I'm here to you here for we, a reason. We could talk about them. 100. percent So we could talk about you them. were hurt during college, yeah. and you went to class, and uh, you had your styrofoam cup, most definitely, and you had your painkiller, mm. as most people might think that they're Tylenol or this or that, but you had. Your drink, your painkiller. Yeah. Story got back to coach and the, and the coaches. And you said they handled business. They didn't get out of everywhere, but they handled business. And uh, again, by any means necessary, we're going to win. We're going to handle it in-house so we can win. Is there any validity to that story? There's a lot of truth to it. Well, actually, I had um, we had a, a banquet. I, I had a swing. I had uh, separated my shoulder in the championship game. And I went to the banquet. I didn't want to wear my suit with my sling on, so I, I took it off that, that night. And I, that was a mistake. <laughs> Man, my shit hurt so bad all night. And like I said, I didn't, I didn't want to take the pills because I'm, yeah. I'm not a pill guy. I, uh, my mom was there. I told her I'd be back. I went through the neighborhood in Baton Rouge, you know. Mm -hmm. Before someone told her, it had been a, a few days in between. So like I say, it had, they had to catch on or whoever, but <clears throat> once, they called me in for a um, urine sample. I told them, hey, I had been drinking, you know, cough syrup, you know, due to my issue. Mm -hmm. We're going to find out. I'm just letting you know before you go. Mm -hmm. And uh, once um, it happened, actually, Les Miles was the coach at the time. Okay. I was going home for, for Christmas for the break, driving home, got a phone call. I need to see you. Like, damn. <laughs> How this shit finna work out? You <laughs> like, say, the um, syrup thing came out. I, um, my first time, like I say, trying it, it wasn't on intentions. It was by mistake <clears throat> at the um, park. And uh, shit, the grown-ups, they be out there weekly because the kids, you know, park ball. I went in the cooler and, yeah, pineapple fago. I'm like, damn. After a while, it started, I started feeling a certain way. And the guy that, that I know, like my uncle took me, he uh, got me a room and got me situated because he knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. But like I said, later on, I didn't, I didn't drink that again until like till college. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, it gonna make you sleep. It ain't let you feel nothing. I knew that. I didn't. I don't like large tabs and all that. I ain't never, you know, got down like that. But uh, as far as the drink thing, shit, that was that was my thing. You know, that was me. Do you feel like that in any way? hindered who you were supposed to be? Like, did, how, how did that affect you from the sense of the things you were able to accomplish? Because um, if you did it in college, I mean, you're the best quarterback in football. When it comes to football, it, hey, in high school, I had a, a teammate to drink some gin or some shit for the game. Like, he go out and make 20, 30 tackles. Like, this is no bullshit. Like him? Yeah. Bro, that what you did, bro? Bro, I've told the stories a number of times. Saturday night before a game, yeah. down here in Miami, or whenever we went somewhere else, uh, you said uh, Marshawn. Yeah. Sean, watching yeah. that. When Sean was in Buffalo, we, we were, I land, me and Sean to go across the border to Toronto, drink, party, 
be back to the hotel, go out there and still ball. And Sean to do his thing, yeah. I do my thing, but we just, we having a good time. We enjoying it. See, that's another thing. I, I never, let's clear this up. Two chain, I know you're going to see this. Titty boy. Yeah. I never hung out the night before no game, ever. Mm. That's Period. a story. I, I heard that story too. I was going to ask about it. Ever, never. This shit he got on uh, TV and talked about it. He got some truth to it. And he talking about the, yeah, the drink again. Like, he's my buddy. My buddy like drink. When I show up, I'm going to have my buddy what he like. Mm-hmm. It could have been some cocaine. It could have been some weed. It could have been some whatever. My buddy like it when we go party. Make sure my buddy okay. Yeah. Same as you. You my buddy, whatever. I'm going to make sure you cool. Yeah. And that's just how it was. He was speaking on some shit he saw. Mm-hmm. Not some shit that happened between him and I. And I didn't appreciate that at all. Period. Still don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not an entertainer. I wasn't an entertainer. I'm not no rapper. None of that shit. I play football to feed my family. Football is much different from your world. You know what I'm saying? I had went to jail for this shit. And now here you is talking like, blowing the fire like it's cool, like you doing your world. I ain't get down with that peer. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, man. I know um, it's a ton of rumors out there, and talk about. I, I, I don't speak on them because I, I don't know. About I just hear what people say, talk right? About Would that be the one particular rumor that just drive you crazy? Don't nothing drive me crazy, bro. God been good to me. My because you haven't good. said anything, so is there I mean, one, any one particular? Why say something? I that mean, you would address. I ain't tripping on them. Right. Like you say you aren't tripping, and like we've talked a lot recently, you know, and I know there is so much going on, but like what I want to dive into is like some of the things you went through as well, you know, in, in reading the story, you know, in the athletic and, you know, seeing how close you were to your uncles and your pro day, which 100% was epic. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this was a pro day that was talked about more than any pro day there's ever been. To this day, when people speak about those days, you know, they always say that like this, that this pro day is like Jamarcus Russell's pro day. But to speak to that adversity in your life, like you get a call shortly after that your uncle Marcus is dealing with something. I was there. We was on. It was the very next day after the pro day. We on. Went to New Orleans okay. to get the Manning Award. So um, like that night, I told Uncle, like, let's go hang out. He was like, nah, I'm gonna chill with my wife, you know. So I was like, damn, Uncle, don't wanna hang out, something must be wrong, you know, cause she said, we, let's go. The next morning, wake up, my mom, she beating on the door. And I brought some jeans, you know. So I knew it was serious. She was like, oh, it's Mark, someone Uncle Mark. Like, that's where I get my name from. I'm Joe Marcus, he Marcus. Before my mom had me, like, he the, he the little brother, so she's the half him, you know, babysitting him, you know. So I go down and he, um, he on the floor. He ain't moving, he unresponsive. The family, they just, man, they, they crying and shit. So it's like, what's wrong with him? Like, you know, what, is he dead or some shit? Like, what's up? Did y'all call the paramedics? He started, his tongue started to move. Couldn't find out, he had been fastening to stop drinking or whatever, but he was dehydrated, hadn't been drinking the right fluids. He just wasn't drinking nothing, I guess. But um, when he got up, he was kind of like in the air, like, I rebuke you, Satan. I re-, like, so I really tripped out and I was like, okay, it's some spiritual stuff, you know? But after a while, he looking at us like, he don't know who the hell we are. Mm-hmm. Like, 
And so I smiled. I was saying, like, oh, he okay then. Yeah, devil, they said you was gonna smile at me. So talking like, to you? Damn, Uncle, this your nephew, this me. He was just, they kept it up. Then the police come in. And um, New Orleans police are, are very wild, you know, so I was kind of in my mind, like, prepared for to die, maybe, you wanna say? Cause I won't go let him harm him. He didn't do anything wrong. We call you guys, whatever. But he was shaking the whole time, bro. And like, this is the guy who started me to playing football, you know? So this was like a hard situation for him. Oh, he never made it to the draft. Like I had 50 family members at the draft, except for him. Like, how that feel? Like this ain't, it's supposed to be good. It's supposed to be the best thing smoking for you. But on a lot of my pictures, I wasn't really smiling. I didn't feel the smile, smile in me, you know. Showed him a picture of my house after I moved from Oakland. Man, this was, you was gonna stay at. You supposed to came move with me, came to come stay with me. But uh, unfortunately, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't get a chance to make it because of that situation. And today, we just went through it again like a year ago. I almost lost him. After Thanksgiving, you know, we had dinner or whatever, and I just saw him up and running like us, you know. A week later, mom called me, need you to get up, take um, your uncle to the hospital. All right, what time? Shit, well, I got to take him. He, he, what's up? He ain't been able to walk. I'm like, what you mean? Get to the bedroom, bro, his eyes sunk in his shit. Like, he lost so much weight just in the bed. So I'm like, hey, uncle, I'm here to pick you up. They already told me you can't get up, so I'm trying it. Get up, get yourself together. So shit, he go to get up, he, he can't even lift himself up, bro. Like, so I'm gonna grab your clothes. No, no, don't go in there. I'm like, bro, what are you tripping, man? Let me get your clothes. No, bro. Man, I opened the damn closet, bro. I seen like a hundred. I ain't gonna say it was a hundred then, cause I didn't know how, how money was then. But when I opened the closet, bro, the whole floor, this shit lined up like it come from the, from the store or something. Like he set them one by one, lined them up. But when I ended up counting, I cleaned out his room. It was 161 bottles of, of wine. Mm. At the time, then he had stopped drinking for years, like years. Then my uncle and them passed. And when they passed, it's like, who else he got? Like, you know, it was his older brother. And two of his older brothers, but like, as far as my grandfather, my grandfather passed when he was three. Mm-hmm. So he never had a life with him. So he looked at his older brother as his father. So once he died, you know, it brought upon more, more pain to him. Um, he ended up um, having a daughter, you know, and um, shit, more stuff started coming on him. So this is like this is like a year ago, and now he uh, he up and running, bro. Dang. Up and running, bro, real good. Bro, that substance abuse thing, and like Freddie talking about the stories, that's something that they're, you know, cause like we were talking before, we was yeah. out there BSing before about just. The stories that come out about you and that substance abuse, and not hearing about your uncle that you you named after. Yeah. Like that substance abuse thing, some people say that's what ended your career. Can you speak on that? Because a lot of people say, you know what I'm saying, like the syrup and all that, the party. What ended my career, I feel, bro. And I'm just being honest as I can. This is my point of this, this from me. Being at LSU, bro, it showed, a lot of family. My coach, he wanted to coach me. 
He wanted me to do well. He wanted me to succeed. And others around me as well, too. In Oakland, I didn't feel that, bro. My first year, my first coach, Coach uh, Flip, Coach Knapp, those guys, I felt, wanted me to succeed. Every Tuesday, you're supposed to be off. We on the field going over the plays. We watching film. We doing this, doing that. Um, Monday, we doing the same thing, you know, weekly. After we got a coaching switch, everything switched. I've been going about the same way, you know. They talk about a film thing once, like, bro, I watch film, but I ain't the type going there and watch five hours of film. I ain't never been that type of player. I go out there and play football, bro, make plays, bro. I mean, I can't help. The other quarterback might go on there and watch 10 hours. <laughs> right. But guess what? He might not be shit on the field. Right. It's real. Yeah. Peter. That ain't never been me, bro. But I got flack for that. You feel yeah, me? they did the switcheroo down in Jacksonville. The switcheroo thing, though, that right. Fred brings up. Say the, it again? The, 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 the story the about giving you a DVD okay, so. that, that wasn't film and then you coming in and all of those things. Is right. that a true story? Bro, guess what? That could be one up on me, bro. Check it out. My coach, if we coming in, and this is what we doing. We coming in watching film, bro. The other two quarters, we all watching film. This is what we do. So after some foul shit go on, a few weeks later, I come in, my shit the only one on the table. Like, y'all already been mean before I got here or something. Like, where y'all shit at? So every day I come in, my shit just be thrown across the table. So at that point of time in, in my life, what was taking place, shit, I might not watch it. But when he asked me a question about it, hey, yeah, it was cool, whatever, let's go, get on with it. But why would you play a fucking game with my life? Why would you fuck me over like that bullshit me? You supposed to be teaching me so we can get better, man. Like, what's up? Like, I never, you know, got that. And LSU wouldn't have done no shit like that. Like, for what? Why would we, why would we even play that? You know? I, and like I say, if it is, so be it. Had they approached you prior to that that situation? No. Like questioning your, you know, your work ethic, your habits. On, on Thursdays too, man, I used to go in the head coach office, bro. We used to go good tape, bad tape. Like we used to do this, like it ain't nothing like, that's what I said, after a certain, certain time, everything switched. Right. The head coach went on TV and said I was the worst thing that ever happened to the Oakland Raiders. That was Tom Cable. But right. before that, I didn't never knew this man. You know, they asked me, they told me about him beating on women. I wouldn't have stuck my neck out for this guy. He could have done it. This is my coach. I'm finna take up for him. You know, fuck what he done behind no door. That ain't my business. Just for anything, that's not my business. But when you go to doing that, bro, like, it's crazy to me. Then he want to uh, have everybody sign papers to come see him one-on-one. After he been talking all this shit, doing crazy stuff, like, I... <laughs> I didn't sign my name, bro. I signed these nuts on that cursor. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew, bro, if I were to see him one-on-one -on -one in the office behind closed doors, bro, like the type person, bro, come on, bro. They wouldn't have lasted, bro. And he was already doing whole shit, bro. I seen him in the hallway. Tripped him up, bro, my mom, bro. The guy ain't even look back to see what he tripped up on. And he just kept walking. So I knew what type of guy he was, so why would I even... Go put some more effort into that, bro. I just felt like the money came into play, bro. I was young, you know. It is so much shit, bro. Like, I held out. 
Bro, I ain't here alive, bro. Why would I hear how old I, bro? I'm trying to play fucking football, bro. Y'all tell me what y'all gonna pay us, bro. Then we, you know how it go, bro. But guess what? This when the business shit started coming out, I started finding out about the business side of it. A TV check. Every team get a TV check, three, four hundred million. So my contract wasn't being negotiated up until the first week of the season. That ain't my fault. I done been to every mandatory mini camp, every whatever. I've been there. I ain't miss a day. So why would I miss a day now? Mm -hmm. They called us immediately. Gave us more money than they were supposed to give us in the beginning. Mario Williams supposedly gave away $7 million so he can be the first pick. Everybody named Mama knew Reggie Bush was supposed to have been the first pick of the draft, bro. <laughs> I didn't know none of that. So... Whatever his contract was, he made giving away the seven million, right? So I'm coming up next year. They try to base my contract upon what he gave away with the seven million, not what he's supposed to be in with the right. seven million. So with my agent say, J Rock, this is supposed to be this. Okay, cool. That was just supposed to be. But when they get their money for their TV check, they didn't question nothing. They wrote us a check, bro. And that was that. How would I know about? Some TV shit. I don't know nothing about none of that. I'm a rookie. I ain't been in this game but 30 days. I want to ask you about that. Cause that's the thing, that's the thing a lot of people don't take into to, to perspective. You a young, you a young quarterback, first pick, first round coming out of LSU. Ball down, to me, bro. did your thing, bro. We all watched you. It's new, bro. When did you start figuring out the business side of it? Cause you just said that. When twice. I was gone, I, when I was out the league, bro. Bro, when you was out the league? Bro. You, the business side of it, like, it's, I guess it wasn't really hit me because I'm, I'm here, Oakland Raiders. I just left LSU for so many, I got a contract for six years. Okay, the good go with the bad. She throw interception, okay, cool. We, that's what we work on. Yeah. You might throw two or three of them bitches, but guess what? The coach, hey, buddy, know that stuff happened, woo, woo, let's go to it, but it wasn't like that. This man trying to play his, his quarterback. This man brought a guy, two guys that'll play with him. You think I'm gonna bring my buddy to somewhere? I know I can get him in the game and not finna play. Who you talking about? You said that this guy brought two guys. I don't even like to say their names, bro. But he brought two of his guys from Tampa Bay Buccaneers where he already coached these mm -hmm. guys. So he was already jiving me from the get go, bro. That's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? I have no problem with skin color. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not finna let you bullshit me no matter, no matter your skin color, whatever. White, black, green, orange. Like, come on, bro. And it was some things that was done that I didn't agree with. I didn't like. But I'm a youngster, bro. I'm moving forward. Like, I don't know what's going on in this building. Yeah. I don't know who with me. I don't know who against me. Like, that, I, that shit was lonely, bro. Mm. It ain't like it was for college. Then, like I said, all my family started dying and shit. So whatever, who, who I'm looking to now? I ain't, ain't nobody on the team kind of with me. But Gerard Warren, big money. 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 <laughs> That's my man. Then get what? Yeah, you out of here too. So she, I'm like, you know, like I said, I felt lonely, bro, for real. Just speaking on feeling lonely. And uh, a lot of times, if you don't have the right support staff, the right support system in place, right how you feel like your circle was then? We was young, bro. My buddy from school, 
Like I said, my uncle couldn't come, so I had one of my uncles, my buddy from school. We went on no crazy shit like that, bro. I wasn't doing no hanging out, bro. I wasn't doing no shit like that, bro. I ain't like I said, I ain't never done that, bro. I'm in California, bro. Folks just gave you all this money. I don't know all these folk out here, bro. I got a bulls eye on me, man. Mm -hmm. I'm from the hood, homie. Well, rub your ass. Set you up to kill you, homie. Yeah. I ain't for all that play shit, man. I'm trying to chill, relax. What we doing tomorrow? And trying to win some football games. Unfortunately, I wasn't winning, but I was dealt the bullshit hand. I'm at practice, bro. These folks can't catch a reverse, bro. Six plays straight, homie. But you want to go down field and catch a 90-yard pass. How? He can't fucking catch a, a fucking, you know what I'm saying? Come on. When you got there and you talked about, you know, feeling supported in the organization, you know, and I love what you keep saying about being at LSU. People wanted to see you win. People wanted to see you succeed. And I think that's, that's all we ever want, right? We want to be supported. Did you feel like when the Raiders drafted you number one overall, they were like, that's our guy. Everybody in the building felt like no. they wanted Jamarcus Russell. No, I didn't feel that at all. What was it like to you? I just told you, bro. It was, it was going to that building every day, bro. It was like, what's going to happen today? Like, bro, I was getting fined for crazy shit, bro. I didn't know they had my weight set at a certain weight, bro. So when I get my check, yeah, I'm 10000 per pound. But I might be... My shit might be set at 265, might be 276 or 277. You do the mouth. Damn, coach, you wanna go, oh, this, oh, this ain't nothing too much. I'm like, what you mean? Like certain shit. Or uh, get to the uh the dinner table before the game. I'm the one of the last person there. I walk in with a coach. Okay, cool. Tuesday come, my shit say, uh, you, you missed the checkout for, for dinner. Crazy shit, bro. Like, they were trying to find ways to get paper back, I thought. And then motherfucker said I owed the money. Why would I owe money on a contract? I signed a contract. That's another thing crazy. The Oakland Raiders did a jive contract, bro. I never spoke upon this in my life, bro. Agent called, say, hey, you know, you got a contract taking less money. What you mean? I had no representation there. Like, nobody was there with me. So when I sit down and discuss a contract. But this is what it's saying. They say, you know, less money. Nah, bro, we got to see about that, bro. So, the phone calls start being made. We finna go to court. Feel me? I fly to San Francisco and everything. The morning of court, we get a phone call. Jamarcus, no need for you to show what you want. I want what you owe me. Let me get out of the way. So here's my question. And, you know, I'm big bro. Uh, you went to the same school. You know, and I'm listening to you talk about all the things around you that weren't in place to allow you to succeed to the, your fullest potential. When you sit back and think about it, what is Jamarcus Russell's culpability? What are your responsibilities? What is the accountability you have to hold on yourself as to why you didn't fulfill the potential God blessed you with? Everything that went wrong, like if I could have done better, like say, if it was to watch more film to make my game better, if it was to be in better shape or whatever it may have been, like, I, I take fault in it. I ain't, for one, let's get this straight home. I ain't asking for no pity from nobody under no circumstance. What happened, happened. You heard? Let's move on. Football don't last forever. It gave me a great start on life, man. I ain't mad at nothing or nobody. I don't have no reason to be. Shit, I, Al Davis blessed me, man. And guess what? I got some good friends and some good family members 
I'm gonna ride this thing till the wheels fall off. What lessons have you learned from the NFL and everything that's happened from in your playing days since you've been retired up to this very point? Lessons. From 07, no, it was 07 to now. What have you learned? Keep your shit tight. Stuff that I didn't do right, now I can uh, give it to the youngsters, you know? Yeah. That's what I enjoy doing. And like it ain't, like it haven't been really a lesson for me, just stuff that I, I, I was a young kid, bro. 21 years old, bro. It was stuff I was learning. I was learning to be a professional athlete. Yeah. I was learning to be a, a grown man. I was learning all this shit, bro. I was learning all this stuff. Like after that shit ended, I learned quicker because I had more time to. Mm. I had like, bro, I ain't really had time to really uh, grieve upon my family, bro. I really wasn't about to go to Oakland on the 25th, 28th of July, 2009. I just lost a family, bro. Like that was really, that really fucked me up. Like, so you lost your uncles around that time, right? Yeah, I lost uh, Ray, uh, what was it, April 17th, 2009, we were in training. And I was, uh, me and my mom, we were in Oregon, going to get my cleats and stuff made for the next year. And I um, got a phone call that night. Then my Uncle Mike died. Like, that, he died out of nowhere, though. Like, my Uncle Ray had a heart defibrillator, so we kind of, we didn't know, but we know he had problems with his heart. But Uncle Mike, like, it was like, you know, it came out of nowhere, bro, so it was kind of like, then shit wasn't going right, you know what I mean? So it kind of like took a toll on me. As a young kid, I, I look back on it now, it's like I was reaching out for help. In those meetings, we gotta get better, we gotta do this, shit, help me get better. Like, how, 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 how the fuck I get better? Help me. Like, the shit y'all doing right now, it ain't help me none whatsoever. You know, I only do so much, like, I only know so much right now. Like, this is my second, third year. My first year, I don't play, everybody that was here, y'all sent them away. Dante Culpepper, you know, Josh McCown, like y'all see these guys away, these bets. Goddamn, um, Jeff Garcia, y'all see these guys away, they bets. Feel 14, 15 years in the league. I can learn from these guys, but it, it ain't go that way. Jay, that circle, man, you, you talk about your circle. Fred asked about your personal circle, but the NFL circle, we even asked, I've asked a number of people on this show, like, you believe the NFL supported you enough as the number one pick in the first round. To do what? To succeed. No. Like to be what everybody in the world, including myself, bro, I'll be honest, yeah. thought you was gonna be. Yeah. I don't think it went that way. To how the day game go, how they setting everything up to make this guy be our guy. We wanna make this guy win. We wanna make this for this guy. Like, no, no way possible. I didn't see it. Found out later, that these people didn't even want to draft me. The Raiders? Yeah. So I kind of felt like, damn, maybe that's why all the jiveness went on. Yeah. But I don't know, who to say? And, and, and you're like, he asked you about accountability. And like, I, I, like, we, I was just talking about it, I talked about it. Like, on this show, I was the one that fucked off the most. And I say it in that perfect way, off the most. Yeah. I was the one partying, I was the one sliding, I'm still the one that parties and slides. But do you think there's something in you? Because this we asked Tyson. We had Tyson on. Mm. And Tyson was on burning, taking shrooms. Damn. He was taking 
uh, well, he threw he threw Freddie some some chocolate with shrooms in it. Freddie had Freddie Freddie had Freddie had Hey, Freddie had to stick it between his legs like this. Everybody keep asking, you took some shrooms? Man, I wish I would have taken some shrooms with Mike. But no, pump faked him. Yeah, them shits in the garbage like Steph Curry. But with that. Jay, you think you was running from anything uh, with the with the drink, with the partying, with the messing off, with the videos we saw you with the with the fur coats on in Oakland, the motherfucking summer. You don't need to wear a fur coat in Oakland. Actually, were you run, was, were you actually that anything? was a, a GQ magazine shoot out at the airport. Yeah, with the full length. Yeah, that was a GQ magazine shoot. So that they, they all they, that was twisted. Man, I'm telling you. But 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 my question, bro, do you think you was running from something with anything? That the story, the 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 uh, the syrup, the drinking, the partying. Were you running from something? Were you chasing? Because you just said you don't believe as if Oakland even wanted you there. I don't. I don't say running from something. I, I never ran from them. You feel? Like, see, you say you hung out and get down. Shit, that I I didn't go out and do all the partying and hang out at the clubs and this and I ain't I, I ain't do that. You know what I'm saying? So it was like. If some shit was really said like that, it was some shit to be said to tarnish what I had going on. They even said my dad was spending like um, weed putting up to the facility. My dad ain't smoke weed. We didn't smoke weed till we till I got released, man. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it was like so much craziness, like in 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 between in the midst of what was happening. Tell your story, bro. Our last game we was playing on on the Baltimore Ravens. I had prayed to God, to God just to keep me safe and and unharmed, just to get me out of here. I really don't want to play with this team no more. I was warming up on the field. Cause I had went to Al Davis, bro, and asked him just like, I don't told him, I don't feel like this guy is for me. I don't feel like he's trying to get me any better. I don't feel like he's trying to help me. But at the time he was like, he didn't have nobody to take the job, you know, and he wish he was um, able to be out there with me like his earlier days in his life and his career. And he apologized and um, just told me to see can I tough it out. So bring me to this game. Knew the coach, but like I say, if you're not with my team, bro, I don't have no conversation for you, bro. I'm with my team. So the guy warming up, he come up to me, take out my headphones, like, bro, how you doing? Like, I'm all right, what's that? Real sharp with him, I don't know you, bro. What's up? Man, I'm good, I'm trying to get me a little exercise. Why you ain't playing, bro? Come on, bro. You really gonna ask me this? I don't know, bro, right now. I don't wanna be bought. But now, nah, you know, um, me and the old man, we good friends. I've been talking to him a bit. And um, you never know, you might start seeing a lot more of me. I'm like, yeah. All right. So he left. By the time he get to the sideline, he turned around and said, hey, whatever you had in mind, you can cancel that shit. Your ass gonna play today. I'm like, damn. God showing me. You can't tell me, you, I got you here, so how you gonna want out? You gonna play today. And at, at this particular time, before this, we had an um, incident where one of our quarterbacks had got hurt and uh, come in a game, and we did all right, but we like I said, shit, we ain't win, so it didn't matter. Tom Cable asked, see me the next morning watching film, we leaving out. It's crazy that we bumped into each other. He was like, uh, what's going on? How you felt about the last game? Like, shit, what made you ask me that? You never asked me that. Like, and it was crazy because at the time I had felt like quitting. We was playing against the Redskins. Like, I never been 
hit that much in a half, like let more of the game. I just felt like I was out there by myself or some shit. So he was like, well, that ain't my problem. My problem is who gonna start tomorrow? I'm like, man, you the head coach, you know? I'm sure you'll make the right decision for the team. You know, I'm a team player, what they didn't know. If any kind of way you can help us win, bro, I'm with you. I'm a good team, I ain't never see, they don't really know who I am. They just come at me just for what they see me as, you know? So um, the guy ended up starting, but he ended up getting hurt that game. Uh, come in the game, we win. Following game, couldn't find out this guy played for the Cleveland Browns, but never got a chance to start when he made the starting quarterback job. Mm -hmm. On the way to the team that they was playing against, the guy got traded. So when the team go this way, they put him in the car and took him to his new team where they finna play. Well, this is the team you on now. So he never got a chance to start. So I guess the coach wanna let him start again in this game. Like I say, he watched too many hours of film. First play of the game, pick six. Because the guy used to be our coordinator defense. Oh, when they do cover three, they drop the end to the right. field. But this time they drop it to the short side of the field, right up under our slant. Kevin Wimbley. Yep. The next week we playing the Ravens, right? So I told you how that went. This guy get hit so hard, bro. It's like, I didn't know he was still injured from a few weeks ago. Like some this wrong, something wrong, this in his back, you know, he's dragging his leg like he got shot with a shotgun, threw a touchdown. But I had to get back in the game. Like we almost won, but we, um, like I said, we lost. <laughs> but long story short, after that, bro, my dad and I was at the house um, chilling. That's when that D's nuts shit came. We had to go, <laughs> you know, you had to go in, uh, get your, you know, if you ain't hurt, you ain't got to stay. You get yeah. your physical out here. So why am I signing papers to go see you? So I went to the house, my mom. Well, this is what I told them. We the Brown called and said, we um, got the team meeting. Like, man, I got to take my mom to the airport. You know, bullshit line. I just ain't feel like putting up with it, you feel me? He said, all right. I'm like, shit, what, what could they say? Some of y'all be here next year. Some of y'all won't. You know, we, it was good, but it wasn't good enough. You, shit, that's the end of the year. So I'm at home and dad, I like that. Never have been to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. Come on, son. You want to go out? Go cool. Load up, go to Vegas. But before we get there, San Francisco, we missed the last flight out. We didn't go. Seen one of my teammates, chopped it up. Yeah, I'm about to. But I go back to my house. So the next morning, we go to Vegas. I get there like around 12. As soon as I get there, I knock on my door. What's up, bro? Oh, J-Rock, you ain't gonna like this. You ain't gonna like this. What's happening? Got me on Sports Center. Jamarcus Russell skips team meeting to go party in Vegas. So that's how that come about. Mm -hmm. But who am I to go change that and say something different about it when you already got it on Sports Center, plastering 24 hours a day, weekly? So like. Okay, cool. That's what happened. That's what, that's what happened. I know the truth. You know the real truth. Like, it wasn't go party. I just got sleep. I ain't even did nothing yet. But that's just what they wanted to say, I guess. Like, put out there. You can put something out there and say, no, it's not. You can get better. I don't know that it, I mean, back then if you could have, but right now, like, right now, shit, now today, yes. You put out your own narrative and you let people decide. Now today, yes, but then, no. It wasn't there. People wasn't going to listen at that point. Yeah. Like, people had this perspective. They already had what they... And they mind of me who they wanted to have. So yeah, like, yeah, he did. That's right up the alley. That's right up his alley. He did that. When you look back at everything, Jamarcus, if we just think about it 
chronologically. Obviously, you have this great LSU career. You have a pro day that is unmatched still. You're the number one overall draft pick. You don't play a lot your first season. You start 15 games, I think it was, um, in your second. Teams uh, five and 10 in those starts. You think of starting nine the next year. And so you have this career where it's different coaches, it's different people around, Al Davis passed. Like it's all these things that, that go on in your career. When was the point in that time that you thought, you know what, I might actually succeed? Because someone as talented as you, like we always make fun of Fred yeah. on this show, because like Fred's the talented oh, one, right? Like just being honest, like, like I'm, I'm a very normal human. Yeah. I just am. I was blessed to play the years I was played, but like Freddie's tall and he's and he's he was strong and he's big. And yeah, all I didn't know he was that tall, man. Yeah, you're a freaking ago. monster, yeah. right? You're a monster. You could throw a ball seventy yards from your knee. Hey, was, I should remember that video. I, absolutely. When he was on your damn yeah. knees and threw that bit 70 yards, we so, all saw it. Right, and having that much talent, Jamarcus, and in your career, was there ever a point, though, dog, where you was in the building or on the field and you was like, like I'm finna do this. Like, like, I'm going to be good. Not to toot my own shit, but I was pretty good growing up, bro. But it was like nowadays, everybody, kids, they going to the league. We was hoping on that shit hoping to go to college, hoping, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't really a point to where I felt like that. I just, you know, wanted to go out and give it a shot. You know, so I had a great career at LSU, but I also had great teammates, a great team. You have to be have all that for a quarterback to be what he needs to be, a line. And like I say, it wasn't all that. They had the first pick for a reason, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, I don't like to be the one to throw guys under the bus, but man, come on, bro. For real, that shit was way before I got there. And I just feel like us as black men and come, become black quarterbacks, they want us to be like Jesus Christ and save that shit. But I need some shit to save. <laughs> so do you feel like you were um, <clears throat> sort of distracted by the, the, the antics from within the organization and that sort of knocked your confidence as you went forward? I want to say it knocked my confidence, but at times, I did feel like, damn, I might be the sorry motherfucker they, they booing or say I am, like, at that time. Wow. Because if you tell the person that they something for so long, shit, they might start to believe it because ain't no good showing. Mm-hmm. I got to look on TV all when we play my teammate, Dwayne Bo. That guy, damn, I still wish I had that motherfucker catching me right now. You right. feel me? Right. Like, right. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Like, come on, bro, you got these guys that supposed to be professional, bro. Like, at practice, bro. Like, this shit wasn't going good at practice, bro. Yeah. If you can't catch that motherfucker at practice, you damn sure ain't gonna catch it in the game. Yeah. Or if you can't hold up a double team at practice, you're not gonna do it in the game. As well as myself. If I don't make this throw at practice, I'm gonna make it in the game. How much of those frustrations led up to the final straw? And what was that? I think when my coaches started tripping, bro. When they started bullshitting, I felt like, like really, what am I really here for? If y'all gonna do it this particular way, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel like they were for me, bro. You know what I'm saying? The guy that they got there now, they for him. Mm-hmm. It shows. The coach wanted coaching. They went and got a, 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 a receiver that got now can catch whatever you throw at him. Double team, triple team, you're going to give him the ball Dog. and stuff to go along with it. You feel me? Come on, bro. If you put Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, 
on one of them teams. What you what? Shit, come on, bro. Even even read, after, no, he read he read huh? he read my mind. Come on, bro. I'm say, just being honest, bro. I love Tom Brady and Peyton Manning to death. I love those. I like really like that game. And Rod, I like that game, bro. But put one of them on just a fly by day night ass team. On the old nine Raiders. Come on, it could be shit. It could be anybody. <laughs> no, huh? I, bro. I was gonna ask you on, because I, I honestly I went third round, but. There was rumors that I was gonna go first round to the to the uh to the Patriots. Mm. And I think about that shit sometimes because it was 05, I came out in 05 draft. They won the Super Bowl the year before. They had a 30-second pick. And I look at it and I went third round to the Dolphins. But I look at it, that next six, seven years, they won Super Bowl <laughs> after Super Bowl. How many times? Bro? So I could I could have had multiple rings if I'd have went to the Patriots. He gonna kill here. They got me taking pictures and shit with. Randy Moss jersey. Boy, I'm finna go play with Randy Moss. This shit finna be crazy. They trade him. Mm. What the f does Tom Brady need with Randy Moss? Really? For <laughs> <laughs> real, bro. Like, dominate. what do you need with him? Yeah. To honestly, but, but I, honestly that's, that's the 50 touchdown year. Yep. That's what, that's what. Randy Moss goes your question, JR, that's the answer. You feel me? You bro? give Randy Moss to Tom Brady, he throw 50 touchdowns. Give yeah, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. What'd you come up with? You give Randy Moss to Jamarcus <laughs> Championship. Russell. Championship. All right, <laughs> You give Randy Moss to Jamarcus Russell. Change his career. Happened? I don't know, bro. That was, that and, was what is, I thought, is that, bro. Is that something that. That's what I thought. That's what I thought was going to happen, bro. They had me, like I say, I was taking pictures and shit in his jersey. Like, yeah. This, this can be. Yeah, week before the draft, y'all ran to go to Big Bad Brady. That's what we call him, my hood. Big bad Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've talked a lot leading up to this. Uh, so I called Hugh Jackson. And so I was like, Hugh, man, you know, I'm gonna have Jamarcus on. Are there any stories about you two? Uh, and he goes, he's like, man, that kid could play. He's That's like, who I was talking about, who I was talking to at the game. That was Hugh Jackson. Like Hugh Jackson came to Oakland to coach me. At least I thought. That's when I thought it was about to change. I got somebody who want to coach me, bro. Oh, shit. Hey, coach, I really appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I learned more from you in these four months you've been here than I learned from this guy I had a whole season with. I get a call from Hugh Jackson. Hey, um, son, we about to um, sign Jason Campbell. Damn, for real? Okay, then. They trying to make me work hard, or they finna have somebody I can learn from. Like, that was my mind. That Campbell came in, my rip star getting short and shit, you feel me? So, okay, cool. I feel it. That's when I knew it was going other ways, you know. I told Hugh Jackson, I don't know how real the tears were, but he, he shed a few tears, you know, so did I. Because I thought this would, you know, be it. It didn't go like that. The same, the guy that, we had the same agent, one of the quarterbacks in the off the team. So when coach asked about who I, who think, I think should start, I spoke up for him. Man, Bud had been here for quite a while. He deserved a chance, you know? So he ended up playing, right? Like I say, when Jason came, uh, we had just finished a workout. And uh, went in the locker room, like, damn, they got here quick. Big money. Nephew, you ain't throwing today? What you mean? Throwing? Who did? Who? I look outside, the whole team out there, except for me. Mm. Ain't nobody telling me we was throwing. So I'm like, okay, like stuff like that used to happen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like another time, the whole team was there. We was getting ready to leave. It was summer workouts. 
and we only had a, a bag drill and a ladder drill. This was it, bro. Then we had to throw the football, so you say, um, the conditioning coach, if you guys throw at a certain pace while, while you guys throwing, we'll have to do this. So when he said that in the locker room before we go out, guys start, damn, I'm get my flight. We're going to start doing their flight. You feel me? That's what they do. You, you guys know when it's time to get a little early, what they do? Make their flights so they can go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Bam. So once we were done, I went back to my house. Man, I get a phone call saying that I had an incomplete workout. Me? Like, damn, everybody, we all did the same thing. So how, me, I had an incomplete workout. So while I'm going, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm dog cussing coke. Like, man, you, you know what you said, bro. Like, just be real. Open your mouth. Say what the f you said. Yeah. Motherfucker tell me, ain't like you don't need it. Talking about running. But I'm like, this ain't no motherfucking college. This ain't no punishment running. You got me fucked up. Like, what's, what, what's up? Over there and back, over there and back. Um, jog, stride, sprint, two minutes. Like, uh, I did the first one. But the second one, I was like, bro, what's up, bro? So I ended up, I, I ain't gonna do that shit, nah. I started running hundreds. I ran, run the hundred, I walked the end zone. Run the hundred, walked the end zone. Nick Saban, I did 10 laps. That's 20 hundred. Like, bro, what you wanna see? Other than that, bro, I'm finna go, bro. Cause like, you on the bullshit today. You can't even be man up and say what you said. Like, where the rest of the teammates at? Right. So much iffy type shit, you know? Things didn't work out in Oakland. After Oakland, take us there. Did you get any phone calls or many phone calls to work out? Well, actually, I worked out for um, the Miami Dolphins, Chicago Bears, 2013, bro. I, was, I had a crack at it, bro. I ended up um, having to have surgery on my knee, micro fracture, and I'm pizza torn cartilage. But the coach, um, he gave me a chance, bro. He told me, um, if any of the guys get hurt, that uh, he'll give me a phone call. True enough, the third string quarterback got hurt in the first preseason game and was out for the year, bro. That was August 8th, 2013. My birthday, August 9th. I got the phone call August 9th. That was a hell of a birthday present, but I couldn't get it. My surgery was set for August 10th already. So that was. When that happened, bro, it was kind of like, like I said, God walked me back to the door again. But I was kind of fed up, bro. I had been training and working out by myself for, for some years now. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. Like, I, I want to be around some teammates, some homies, like who I used to do this shit with. Right. So when I had to have the surgery, bro, I was going to have to have a whole nother year of training and conditioning so, and rehab. So um, I kind of kind of took everything out of me then. Jamarcus, I have this saying. And obviously I have a chip on my shoulder, or I did, because I was undrafted, right? And I felt like I should have been drafted, but it, it was what it was. But I always said about first rounders and early draft picks, you have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that you cannot play. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, like you got to prove to the whole world that you can't play football. But I said undrafted guys and late round draft picks, you, prove you spend to the world your that you entire have to career proving right. that you can't play. Though you were the first overall draft pick. Your talent was unmatched, and nobody ever doubted that. When you look back and think to yourself, you played three years, and you were never on another roster. 
how do you reconcile that? Like, how do you deal with that? Like saying, I was the first overall draft pick. I played three years and I never got another chance. See, I never got caught up in the first pick shit. Like that's for the world. I was just happy to be drafted to be able to play football. You know what I'm saying? So um, by not being able to be on another team, um, for a while, bro, when I first started, I, I didn't watch football for a minute. Mm. I felt like I belong. Like still to this day, if I was to get in some shape, I still feel like it's not 32 guys that's out there that's better than me right now. It got a, a top 10, that's it, bro. The rest of that shit ain't nothing, for real. And it's been that way for some years, years. You got your top 10, bro, and your few here and there, but bro, it's no, no, no. It's something that, you know, football move on. And that just was a part of my life. Like, it got me started. I wish like hell I could have played 10 and 15 years. But we got a guard, and I guess he didn't want that for me. He brought the people to the door. He called me on my birthday, man. I received a phone call on the day I was born to come back. So what can be more better than that? Yeah. One thing about it, like you said, game going to take us all out. Game that took all right of on. us all out. Brother, one thing, first pick, let me know the numbers because I have seen them. 61 million, 32 guaranteed. Actually, with 35, that's where the extra three coming out when I supposed to went to court. When I say we end up getting more, guaranteed money than it was normally. So it was so like 35 yeah. M's. Yeah. That was crazy to me. And the world thinks that shit is gone. Bro, you ain't what? run through 35 M's, did you? Nah, man. How could I? I let me know. Like I got <laughs> <laughs> I mean I ain't hey. no way close. I wanna ask the question. I ain't the rich I ain't the rich out right. there and I ain't I ain't the poets either. My life good. I ain't tripping. But you nothing. good. You ain't run through the 35. No, that's man. what everybody talking about. Floyd Mayweather wanted to let us know, listen what you want to say. I'm not broke. Yeah. I mean, if it is, if some, if I am, who, 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 who does it bother? It bothers me because you got 35 guaranteed. I need to get me, bro. I think I got seven guaranteed. Yeah. And I still got it. So to get 35, <laughs> bro. Bro, me and you got to lock up, and you might yeah. win. Yeah, he bigger than you, coach. Oh, but we both, we both going to the hospital. That's my thing, Jamarcus. If I fight somebody, you might whoop me, but we both <laughs> going to the go. hospital. We both going to the hospital. Where's your rough, bro? We both got to get a stitch in the, in the lip or something. <laughs> so, well, bro. is Jamarcus Russell broke? No, listen, bro. I'm far from it, bro. You heard? You know, I might not be the flashiest out there. I ain't on no social media. I'm not that guy. I have nothing to show and tell. I'm not impressed by none of that shit y'all doing. I been did that shit, done that shit, so it's cool to me. Y'all have y'all fun. I'm relaxed, I'm chilling. I'm, yeah, cush-ups every day, daily. So whatever you feel like you wanna say when you see me, talk to me and we can, like you say, we can handle it. But I'm far from that and I'll never be that. This shit so long, it can give your kids and your kids something. How about that? Then I got good friends, bro. Like I can't never be that. I got great friends. If I needed something, I, 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 they'll pull up. Give my kids something. She, I can, they can be Uncle J-Rock, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. But seriously, aside from that, man, man um, come on. I'm, I'm glad you're on here, bro. Yeah, it, bro. Hey, bro, I'm going to be honest. Bro, I had, saw Marshawn, bro, and I saw- I just um, talked to him yesterday. He hit me yesterday. And I saw um, Antonio Brown. I was like, bro, you need to do this. Like, bro, I appreciate you know what I'm saying? That's good so, stuff. Man, good dude. They, they solid. Honestly, bro, like, y'all were the guys, bro. That other shit won't me, bro. But when I saw- 
That's, that's this love. Right here, bro. I, I appreciate it for I watched that as a kid, heart. bro. Like, but even real, bro. along those lines, man, for me, I, I try to keep things in a certain perspective, man. I understand the money. And Channing asked for more of a you know, concern, big brother, not being yeah. in business. You it's know, cool, Channing. bro. I'm gonna knock on the door if I need you it. You seem like you're in a good mind state. He That's does, all man. I give it. He does, man. I'll cheer, Even you talking about the first For a while, pick, bro, I mm. wasn't, bro. Because, um, like I say, I, I deal with a lot, bro. I, as far as my family, bro, I'm, I'm so close, like, needed to my family, bro. Like I said, this stuff just happened to my uncle like a year ago. And way back then, like, we still were dealing with this stuff. So, like, uh, when it came to a point to where he got much better, bro, and, like I say, like say, run from something like, go ahead and talk to them people, bro. They want to see me. You know what right. I'm saying? They've been yeah. asking, bro, but I never been that been that guy to want to do it, bro. But I wanted to do this with you guys, bro. Appreciate God it. Made me feel that way. You know, we we get we've been getting DMs since we started. <laughs> bro, like, especially up. when you came on with that stuff. I, I truly been like a groupie. Jamarcus, <laughs> yeah. though, like we gotta do it. Like we gotta yeah. do it, man. We gotta get you on. Yeah. So with that, man, I um, you know, you say you want to come on, like if it was anything. That you want your fans, you still got fans. People still love you, yeah. bro. You know, if it was one thing that, you know, you you would want to come on here to tell them, you know, what would that be? I'm doing well, bro, and I hope that you guys are well. Uh, keep me in your prayers. I'ma keep you in mind. Um, I'm living life, bro. Like you say, I ain't I ain't want for nothing, bro. Hadn't in a long time. Don't stay that way. You know, God. Like I say, I might have played three years, but that three years is gonna cover a lifetime and more. Mm. You feel? I'm always in probably the unenviable uh, position of this. Uh, I cover the sport. Um, it's what I do daily, whether it's, you know, Trent Richardson, Ryan Leaf, all of those things. Whenever that dreaded word bust comes up, mm. you're a part of it. Do you consider yourself the biggest bust in NFL draft history? When you look at it that way, I say I must have been the best to be the biggest, right? I'll say my shit didn't turn out how I would wanted it to, or not how they expected it to, you know, but if you're gonna call me a bust, like you say, put the biggest on that motherfucker, man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if you're gonna say it, put the biggest on that motherfucker, but that shit don't bother me, man. Like, that's, that's, that shit is not in my world. In my world, I'm a motherfucker, you feel me? That bullshit don't happen. It don't apply in my shit. It don't apply in none of my family shit. It don't apply in none that we have going on. So, yeah, man, they can bust all they want. Like I tell them, I bust out and went to college. I bust out and bust some scenes out my shit. So, like, it's cool, bro. Like, I never been the guy to really talk shit, but bro, when I do it, bro, shit, my homie right there, like, come on, bro. You know yeah. what's happening, bro. Like, this shit go deep, bro. Yeah. I was that when a lot of them bars got put on, bro. Yeah. And I'm still here, bro. I just ain't in the Instagram and all that shit there. I ain't got nothing to show and tell. What's next? Can we get a book or something? Or um, maybe, film? bro. Maybe. It's I don't know, bro. I don't know. When a man give it to me, bro, it's gonna come. Like he gave this to me about right. wanting to do this. You right. feel? When it come, can we be the one to promote? <laughs> I mean, I mean we, we can sit down. Oh, that's a good question, bro. We can what put the hell something you together. doing now, bro? Um, actually, y'all, um, I've been um coaching football, bro. That's awesome. I had started um, doing it with the Pop Warner and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, my high school, shouts out to Williamson High School, bro. Uh, that's where I'm at, bro. Do you get an opportunity, though? Obviously, we understand your football knowledge. Yeah. You have a wealth of knowledge about life. 
that, and is that's that what they enjoy, important? bro. They yeah. like that. We might have however many kids we got on our team. Every morning I go, I individually give each one of them a handshake or a dap or whatever it may be. I'm going around to each one of them to talk to them and jive around with them. But when we go on the practice field, it's different. You know, like I said, I, I'm up on the next saving, bro. So I know how it's supposed to be, what it's supposed to look like in order for you to win. I still go to these folk doors, knock on their doors, take my kids to camps with Jimbo Fisher or whether to go to see Nick Saban. Like, yeah. So when I talk to the kids, like, what you want to do with your life? And I would say that, man, they've been killing like a motherfucker lately. Like, for real. Like, more than normal, like, as of late. So when the kids see that, this is where we're living in, so what do you want to do? I showed them a picture on my phone, one of my family members. One of the most gangsters motherfuckers I can hear of or know. Like, but this is how you want to end up. Yeah, he stressed out. Somebody got him this time. This is how you want to end up? Because he wanted the gangster motherfucker I know. Look how the gangster motherfucker get done. Mm -hmm. This is what you want to be? No, Coach, I, nah, motherfucker, look at it. Because that's how we're going to be looking at you if you get out there and do something crazy. So, like, like I said, it's fun. That's I enjoy so, it. That's so valuable, though. Try to teach him how to be a, a black brother in the world, let alone a football player. Mm -hmm. What you up against? Because once you leave here today, just think about your next coach. He might talk bullshit to you. You don't know him from a can of paint to a box of crayon. So, how you want to take it? Now you spin that real. Now we get into yeah, it, you spin that real. Yeah. Bro, regrets. I like to ask real dudes about regrets. I regret that I wasn't able to become the football player that I always once wanted to be as a child. I want to be some shit like Dan Marino. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want always the fastest. I want, I like to throw that motherfucker. You know, yeah. like that was cool to me. And you know, like I say, the shit that happened, I just that's what that, that what I do regret. I regret I couldn't be that guy. You know that that I wanted to be. Fuck what everybody else say about who they wanted me to be for them. Mm -hmm. Talking about for myself. But the situation, it's funny being, if you say Dan Marino, the funny situation is Dan got in a situation down here with, uh, who was it, Shula, and then he built an offense around him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So not even to, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to take yeah. over your point, but yeah. like, it's like to hear you talk about when that you want, don't think when you they, would, When they want you, you to do it, bro, they gonna do it for you. But you weren't in the best situation. But Dan was. Dan got drafted, what, 22, 29, yeah, some shit? Like Dan went in the first round late. You was first yeah, pick in the first round. But yeah. to your point that you said, just listening to it, is that when you get picked first overall, you going to a terrible fucking team. You are, bro. And they expect you to be, like you say, be guard for them. Like, they talk about um, the money shit. What about Sam Bradford, you know? What about my guy? He just won a championship, been there 13. Matt Stafford, he had Megatron, bro, like for real. They couldn't do nothing with it. So all this shit being said about me, so they say I was the best then, right? But then, you know, you got Cam Newton. Cam Newton, good dude, good brother, but when he spoke my name, that's when I lost for him. I never felt Cam Newton was a hell of a quarterback. He can run, that's what they want us to do. He can throw, but it look like he hurts. When he throw, he don't look fluid to me. But I ain't get up there and say that on TV about Cam Newton, right? Jamarcus Russell and Vince Young, guys like that, they the one messed up the money. He ain't say shit about Sam Bradford. Yeah. Bro, you gonna get yours and what you got, a hundred million. Way more than I got. 
So what the fuck you mad for? Mm. You feel? Cam knew I ain't got no beef with you, but when I see oh. you, we do need to talk. But mm. we, we, <laughs> we should set up for y'all. We can set up for y'all to talk. We done had Cam on. Cam, I do. Y'all can cash that out. Straight up. Yeah, that's yeah. easy. That's an easy play. Yeah, that's easy. Your, your biggest pivot in life. My biggest pivot in life. After football, to get my mind right, to become a human being again. Cause you know you got to recalibrate that shit, you know. Yeah. So, and I'm still, I'm still working on it. You know, becoming a, a better person. You know, day by day. But like I said, that's my biggest one, bro. I think, man, as as I get older, like, I just want to see us do well. Yeah. And you know. I didn't know where you were. Mm -hmm. To watch you look in the camera and say that you were right, though, that did my heart justice. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna be honest, man. Like, I think, you know, it, it gets to so many of these points in our lives where people always say, if I had that chance, I would've. They wouldn't do shit. But people don't understand. <laughs> they, didn't, they, they had life like us. They got every right. chance in the world. And they outcome became the outcome, right? Yep. So they mixed me with that shit. Yeah, and so- If I was tall. If yeah. I was this about, come on, bro. And I think like to to to, to see you okay, man, it's just done, it's done a ton for me. I think what you have in the next chapter of your life is what's most important. Mm -hmm. To hear you say, I dap them all off, I, I I speak to them all, I talk to them, to to give those experiences to those kids, man, like that's your purpose. Mm -hmm. Um everything that we've lived through we get an opportunity to talk through on this show and, and, and share it with people. And when you called me the first time and you said, I don't talk a lot, but I wanna do it here. I don't think I've ever been more honored in my post. I had um, no idea how it was gonna come career. out or like whatever, but I felt the need to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was, it's been so long and like I said, I been through the slander. Like my grandmother just turned 80. Like she had to hear that type of shit, you feel? And like, motherfuckers say what they want behind, like say closed doors or the Instagram or all that shit. But face to face, a lot of that shit won't happen, bro. But I ain't going for that, bro. I'm just, like you say, I'm like you. Lump me, I lump you, or whatever you are, whatever me. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how it's gonna go. And it always been that way. Like, I ain't never been no, you know what I'm saying? I just always was quiet because I was learning shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna go in a room and be, and I'm still trying to figure shit out, so. I'm still, you know, looking around, see what's going on. And uh, that's 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 where I was, bro. Like, I'm I'm 21, bro. I'm two years in this shit. Show me one guy that two years in the league and he was the best thing smoking, like, right then. Like, every, like I say, your team have to be that too, bro. And it just didn't add up together. You just mentioned looking around, man. Something just came in my mind. Two of your uh, influences in football, Nick Saban, and uh, Al Davis, mm. you talked about looking around. Was it a somber feeling or a black cloud come over you when he passed? Man, crazy story, bro. Won't believe this. When I left Oakland that, that um, in the 2000, I left 2009, hadn't been back, bro. 2012, bro, I went back to sell my house the day I got there, Al Davis died, bro. The day I got to Oakland, bro, I'm in my house, this shit popped up on TV. Breaking news, Al Davis passed away at such and such age. Like, really, bro? Like, that was that was crazy to me. Like, that was wild. Tanner asked about regrets. Is there any regrets that come to mind when you 
Thank you, film. Something that you wish you could have said or um, sat him down with or about? Like I said, we did, but I think his hand was tied, bro. As far as with him and everybody in the organization, I think he was like one against everybody. So you had to go with the majority, bro. You know, you had to, like you say, I wasn't winning. Like that shit go along with ticket sales to go along with everything else. Right. So right. That, it was a business move, bro. You know, it, it wasn't that friendly shit. It wasn't the, the kid he thought was gonna be that no more. It became a business move. This kid good for my business. So like, I understood that. But at the time it wasn't business. Cause I'm thinking, hey, you know shit. Like you say, you play ball, interception gonna happen, a fumble gonna happen, a touchdown gonna happen, all this shit gonna happen in football. But right. um, they took it to an extent where it was so detrimental where this was the end of the world. Like, like you can't get better from here. Like. Like I said, how do I get better? I didn't feel like I received that proper quarterback to coach care at a certain time, you know? Your running back coach gonna be in there, he gonna make sure whatever. If you that guy, you the hog. If you the hog on my team, I'm gonna make sure you the guy that, man, we gotta make sure he got this, make sure the guys know this, to make sure Just through simple it. conversations a lot of the time, just having that conversation. I couldn't tell you whether my coach liked that men, when he was married to a woman, or whether he had kids. Nothing in common. I can tell you that. We didn't discuss none on the phone. We didn't have no conversation on the phone. Like I said, if it, we didn't watch film right then and there um, at the facility, I didn't talk to you no more. Like you barely did talk to me in the meetings or on the practice field, we interact here and there, but it was nothing like I, but Mark, if you that guy, you know what I'm Mark, saying? Mark, you saying that though, man, like, even from a teammate standpoint, to hear the stories of you throwing money, Todd, Kirk Marshall, you's a hoe, and I'm happy you said that. He was the main one getting the money, bro. My thing was this. What you do for your own rookie show with the team? What I do, yeah. I brought in the stripper and had him dance for Nick Saban. Okay, cool. What you did um, for the team? I didn't do nothing. What you did? I sang. So I'm not a singer. I'm not a rapper. I play football. I ain't one in the choir, no church or no shit like that. So what could I do? Go to the bank, when it got $5,300. Mm-hmm. We got 53 players, right? So my mind, that was $100 a player. At least give you $100 per gas. But I'm gonna do it like this him. Hey, bump that Wayne. Make it rain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My teammate, Kirk Morrison. Yeah, he the first one getting all the money. But he wanna go in there and get views and say it was a funny story and what he thought about the team quarterback but did he not say he was the main one get the majority of the money that I threw? Main one scooping. I ain't, man, come on, man. On the sideline, talking about what club we finna go to, man, we, we playing football. That shit don't matter right now. What I was taught in, in, in LSU, bro, once you get between them white lines, I, yeah. I don't get no fuck what your life consists of outside of them motherfuckers. But once you get inside of your white line, that's all we thinking about is football, bro. I ain't got no team and say, yeah, Kirk Morrison and T. Howell and R.I.P. him and so it, y'all out there worrying about what we finna do. Man, we got a football game going on. Like, I ain't never been that type of guy, but when you motherfuckers go to scream my name and I go to saying certain shit, then. I didn't yeah. get this story right. Mm-hmm. So your rookie show, 53 dudes on the team. I went and got 5,300. 5,300. Had my book bag, y'all. 5,300 singles. Yeah. And you threw them up Bro. during the song. Yeah. And that's what people criticize What's you for. What's bad about that? You just say you brought strippers to Bro, the team for Nick you Saban. Remember, you remember tip drill? Come on, man. You remember Dude, tip I, drill? White chocolate. You down. <laughs> white, yeah. White chocolate. Tip yeah, drill. 
I got her. She had White a Jason, she had a Jason Taylor China. jersey on. It was tip drill. You think about the one on the Nelly video. That, that's tip a, drill. That's white chocolate. No, no, no. We had a Miami tip drill. No, you ain't had no tip drill. She was, she was wasn't a finger roll drill. She, 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 she was an 8.5. Nah, you ain't. Nah, <laughs> finger roll. That shit wasn't no tip. <laughs> you ain't had no tip. Yeah. But no, she, but I brought strippers in the Dolphin facility. She walked in with nothing but with a, with a thong on and a Jason Taylor jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and she went up there, Nick Saban was on the chair, and she went up there and shook it for, oh for Nick Saban. And Nick Saban grabbed her hips, moved her to the side, and he ran up the I stairs. I know the hell he did. Because I, I know his dick probably was hard. Probably. That's why he ran up the stairs. Want to run, huh, You got in trouble for throwing $5,000? In trouble by who? I'm saying, that's, that's what you get yeah, criticized but it's, just, it, it's a bad story about you. People trying to say I mean, that you weren't professional for doing 5, that. Kurt Morrison, like you said. Kurt Morrison. I would love to have you on man. my team. Give me a hundred. You, you feel me, Kurt? Right and get with, bro. I don't even like to talk about this, bro. R.I.P. to my boy, man. Mario Henderson. Mm -hmm. Lewis Murphy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I just found out that this guy, the vice president uh, for the Oakland Raider, Marcel Reese. Man, look out for these people, man. Yeah. I just might look out, man, like for real. Here you go, my boy. You know what I'm saying? Go get yourself some. Boy. We can go out that weekend, but I know you ain't got nothing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. That's me, man. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. If these folding gave me this, man, I'm blessed to have. These my teammates. We finna go do our thing with. Hey, um, Mr. Dave, Mario, he's a good guy, man. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, cause you know the coach was. They talk bad on him. He the only one of the only black guys in the offensive line room. That man used to get bullied. This I know for a fact, bro. Yeah. Like I used to look out for them boys. Like for real. This ain't nothing like to play about. This is shit that go unsaid because I don't I ain't got nothing to this ain't what I'm here to do. Talk about none of this. But nobody hear about them stories. Exactly. They're not gonna say it, bro. Yeah. People in Oakland, bro, I gave them folks plenty of paper, bro. One lady, I forget her name, but we keep in contact with her kids. Brother lady uh, was a recovering um, drug addict, you feel In her 40s, eight kids. Mm. Yeah, right there, wish list down. Uncle J-Rock got that, you feel yeah. All eight on. It could have been 15 items on that bitch. I got it. Then get what I do for her. Take her to Bank of America on Hickenburger. Put her 20000 in her savings. Put her 10000 in her checking. Then we leave out this bitch before we get out. I'm going to get 5000 cash for she, when she go in the house. Come on, man. Go there for Christmas. I leave out the door with them with some goddamn gym shots on. Her daughter, baby daddy was there. He around in World 14. Yeah, get this. Yeah, get this. Get this too. Damn it, cold out there. Hey, give me some shots of that car. I see y'all next week for Thanksgiving. I mean, for, for New Year's. We'll eat at my house. I'm gonna send a car down to get y'all. Yeah. Brought the fuck up to my crib. Yeah, hang out. Do this. Or when Thanksgiving come, how about this? 318 wheelers worth of food, get to the community. See, that go and say it too, you feel? Them stories don't want, I know. Don't want them stories. They don't want to about stories that are shit, though. Like, what, what is it you you need to sit down here and get off your chest, though? Like, because we, we, we could ask all the questions we need to, dog, but I think. Jeff Garcia. I ain't had no beef with Jeff Garcia under no circumstances, right? So a guy called me, right? They in San Diego. They got the sources for me to get back to the league. Wow, I'm now. Well, I've been waiting. Let's do it. So I just got one thing, Jeff Garcia gonna be here. Like, that matter. <laughs> we must be mad at me. What is I don't know? Like, I ain't got no beef with him. He ain't did shit to me. Like, what's up? Okay, cool, we get there. Uh, go out to eat. When I told you, 
the coach had brought two of his quarterbacks there, right? Mm -hmm. Jeff was one of them. So the guy was like, you on? Um, did you know why Jeff left? I'm like, what you mean? I thought they had let him go or something, you feel? He like, nah, he left because he was telling Oakland that he saw you weren't ready to play football. And he thought he should be in the starter. So when they didn't start him, he left. I was like, damn, that's fine time to tell me now. Why you couldn't tell me then? Like, I was really going through some stuff. We probably could have talked about it. Yeah. You probably could have got you a little starting job. I could have went and talked to Al Davis and said, hey, man, let this guy. I really need some time to myself. I need some time to, to suck all this in and get, like, I really need time. Like, I really did. And when I found it out way after then, after now, I was like, oh, now you tell me this? So, like, what's been the beef? What you felt to make you tell me this? And then Jeff ain't even tell me the other guy did. Mm. But you get on your little thing and say, uh, all I did was shove a food down my mouth over the summer. Man, you don't know the fuck I had going on, for one. And for two, you ain't said none of that shit while you saw me in San Diego. But when I was in San Diego working out, I only saw Jeff Garcia four days. And that was the four days these were there, the cameras. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I ain't see him that now other time, bro. But to the world, I was out there training, working with Jeff Garcia, uh, which I wasn't. They just, like I said, they always say stuff and make it to be that. Like, I never had nobody to, how they talking about um, OGs, the big dogs to come up and try yeah. to, like none of that shit was going on, bro. I ain't seen it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't seen it. To, hey, little bro, man, this how it's supposed to be. Or we trying to do it this way, to woo -woo. like none of that shit was going on. I feel like shit. Every man was for himself. Especially when I saw my own teammate that we had the same agent. He told me, shit, Jerry, I'm trying to get me a job too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been different for other people. Like when I got around my college teammates, it was different because like these boys on teams that's balling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They come around, they got some hell of a story though. They game yeah, yeah, how they came back. Huh? Like, yeah, like oh, college way different. Come on, bro. College way different. But then I, my story of bullshit, I, I gotta tell my story how they fucked me around or how they bullshit on this or how I got it. Like, come on, bro, that, that, it was crazy. Yeah. It was like, that was crazy for me. That, no, that I think, part. man, the biggest thing I take from it is though, with all that you said, you all right. Yeah. And mm. I think that's what's most important. And that's what I want to end with because the world needs to know that. Yeah. So many people want you to be down. So many people want you to be broke. Why though? So many people want you to <laughs> be <laughs> broken. You are from now until forever, the black quarterback. Straight up. The one they want to point to for all things negative. And what you get to show when you continue living, when you continue sharing your story, is that they didn't break you. Straight so up. to me, that's your biggest pivot. Mm -hmm. They didn't break you, man. So we appreciate you being willing right on, to share bro. your story with us, dog. Thank all love, my me, dog. Yes, sir. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. boy. You, already <laughs> you know, fam. Get my people feeling militant, uh, way I'm feeling, get me up. Uh.